Hi, everyone. We're still in our inner healing series. I promise it's going to end one day, but there's been such good stuff. And I'm just really feeling like I have more to share with you about what God's shared with me. So I have a friend named Trevor. He is an incredible singer. He's been on The Voice, blah, blah, blah. But more than that, he's just such a godly person, and it's not because he's had some sort of easy life. So I did an interview with him when we were recording vocals in San Diego for the song Joy. So you may hear some like water in the background because we were sitting by our producer's fountain outside the studio, but you can clearly hear his heart for God and his wisdom about the topic of joy, how it's different than happiness, how to keep it and cultivate it even in hard times. In 2014, Trevor and his wife lost their child, who was a newborn baby, Mazel, and he went on TV and shared about how God is still good. So this runs really deep in his life. Doesn't mean he always feels elated. It doesn't mean that he hasn't been through the ringer. But what it means is that there is a principle of spiritual joy from God that nothing can steal from us if we allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to keep it and how to cultivate it. So we get to hear from him about that. And then, of course, I'll share the song as well that we sang together called Joy at the end of this podcast. And I hope it can encourage you today. This is my friend Trevor Davis, and he's someone I really admire. And he knows a lot, has learned a lot. He's a worship leader and an artist and one of the best singers I've ever heard. So I wanted to talk to him today about our upcoming song that features him. This title of the song is called Joy. It's a cover song by Upper Room, and I hope you guys like our little remix of it. Joy is an important topic in the walk of faith. So my first question for you, Trevor, is what is real joy? Real joy is something you would almost be better to explain, like having life without it. Like you would know what it's like to not have joy more so than you almost in some ways know what it's like to have it. Yeah. Like when you have it, circumstances are not as demanding upon your sense of purpose, your sense of being. But when you don't have that joy, I just think about boat that like the verse that talks about a boat just being tossed to and fro by the waves, mm -hmm. um, just with no anchor. But it's a storm out there. Life is a storm and, and, and uh, sometimes it's not, but a lot of times it is. And uh, I would almost consider joy to be that anchor that no matter what you feel like like I think Paul like giving praise in prison. And I think it's because he was tied into something that he feels that he's part of an orchestration that's, that is not necessarily his own, that he's not in control, but he's part of the orchestra and the conductor is ultimately in control. And he knows that everything has a purpose and that in the end, it really will be beautiful. So to use the word joy in anything at all to do with Christ's crucifixion, crucifixion to me is like, Mm. mind-blowing, but for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. And I believe that that joy set before him is us before him, redeemed children before God, that the work that he was set out to do, that wasn't necessarily, it was like not accomplished yet, but in some ways he had it so in his mind that he knew it would be, that in some ways he was taking the future and pulling it into his present. And I feel like joy is that it's, it's, it's knowing that your future is intact and knowing that it is anchored in the midst of the waves that are just kind of pounding. And you just know that you're, you're tied into something. 
Wow, I love that. Like taking the future and pulling it into the present. Like mm-hmm. I'm so confident in the bigger picture mm-hmm. that I can be anchored in the storm. That's good. Yeah, wow. easier said than done. Right? Easier said than done. Yes. <laughs> I, I've learned this lesson over and over again. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've been through gnarly stuff. Gnarly. And then it's like the next year I'm like cranky about something stupid. And I have mm-hmm. to realize that like deep joy, you have to cultivate joy, you know? Yeah. And like it's something we're given because we're saved. But, and it's different than happiness, right? Mm-hmm. But I also have to like access it and not forget about it and mm-hmm. not live without it, even though it's right there available to me. Yeah. Right? And I, and I think that it's ultimately where we don't find joy is when we keep wanting the wrong things mm-hmm. and then we don't get our way where we don't have no joy. Yeah. But when we want that intimacy and that relationship with Christ yeah. and, and, and again, being tied into that purpose that I mentioned, then you know that like I'm at Panera Bread eating and I don't know what God might do <laughs> in this moment, but I'm open, you know, to either as I'm meeting somebody or, or there's a, a server or something like that. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, but you just always feel like, you know, everything might have a rhyme or reason to it. It's not just like a free jam and yeah. not just left like trying to be in control. I think if it was up to our control, I think we think that that would be better, but actually it's worse. <laughs> We're not designed for it. No, we yeah. can't take, that's, I think of the word glory meaning weight. Like we can't take that glory. We can't take that weight of being in control of just our own individual lives, Much let alone less. the yeah. role that we play in our communities and our churches and things like that. Like yeah. individuals have to believe that, that he is who he says he is, that he is God. Otherwise we are. And we, we make a mess of trying to rein in joy in our own control but instead with open hands receive something in the midst of of anything yeah and, and knowing again like you're you're sewn into who god says you are the words that are not are not from your own head the, the words that you're always you're always trying to pull in something greater than yourself yeah. into yeah. your life you're always trying to speak into it not with again with your own dialogue but with with god's dialogue so one of the lines in our song, and this is my next question for you, because, okay, Trevor's a worship leader at a church called Journey in Correct. San Diego. Right answer. So you, you lead worship, and so part of your, you know, calling is to, like, basically help people connect with God. And so that's really tied in with, like, their joy. Like, there's this part of the worship leader calling that's so interesting to me that, like, we can shift. I mean, it's the power of God, but shift the atmosphere in a room and help people connect with him and just watching him do that it's like it never gets old right so mm-hmm. there's a line in the song that says god you said your house of prayer would be marked with joy so how have you seen him like his heart for the church and how how does that relate to joy or like what has your experience been as a worship leader with regards to like him bringing joy to a church i think like church to me is an opportunity Obviously, we're we're as people, whether we enter a building or not, but entering in a space where you're you're putting a clock on this time to this time, there's opportunities for a couple of things. One, being in a worship leader position, like I think I was talking to you earlier, how there's power in saying things aloud. Mm-hmm. There's even some type of exercise. I don't know what it is, but you, you can count in your head. And if you tell yourself stop in your head, you kind of will still like trickle a few more numbers in there. But if you say out loud, stop it will actually just like put to a cease. And I think that Mm. when a congregation is all saying these lyrics, a lot of these are very theologically sound lyrics. And when they're speaking that truth 
allowed. They don't know why they like worship so much. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why is this even way better than, I love music and I love the radio and I love these songs, but there's something about, and I even think, I wonder too, like, I know they come for a message, but I know a lot of people, when you really ask them, what do you really like? They say worship. And I I don't think it's because of music. I don't think it's because there's a melody. I think melodies are beautiful, but I think it's because they're professing things aloud that they need to, in some Mm -hmm. ways, like pull back into themselves yeah. which they do by just saying it out loud. There's something about John Mayer's right. Say what you need to say. And that's what we need to say is those truths. Yeah, the truth um, of the word, yeah. The truth of, of God. Did I answer that question? Yeah. Okay, good. I think so. I Part think that's it, a least. huge way to like... Oh, the, basically... It would be marked with prayer. You yeah. said that your house would be marked with... Or, joy. Or, joy. House marked prayer with, would be marked with joy. Marked with joy. Yeah. And I even think about that. Like a, to receive a mark is to actually... It, it's kind of like outward on. It's like a pawn that you would you'd be marked with it um, mm. and that people would notice it. That um, I think like when our daughter had passed away, that was the one thing that we, we, we came home from the hospital and we just said basically how we were doing. And we were like even crying and weeping in the video, but there was something I think that transcended yes. to anything that we shared that was like, they could sense there was a joy that, that surpassed any circumstance. Yeah. And that mark was upon us. Yes. And 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 people knew his church by by knowing that there's something different about it's not an anomaly. It wasn't just us two. You know what I mean? That there's there's more people. I'm starting to see a trend of, of God's people. It, it's a mark that we have. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I can think of so many examples of people who it's like you should be done from the flow up. Yeah. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something keeping you together. Yeah. 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 It's God's joy. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Okay. Lots to think about. I'm going to watch this video back a million times. Yeah. Um, thanks for so sharing. One more thought. My mm. friend, my friend, this is an older song. My friend, Caleb Jude Green, do you know him? He's mm. still in San Diego, but he has a song in the chorus is joy is crucial. Joy is strong and joy is what we need. And I was yeah. like, just to think about joy being like, it's crucial. Yes. It's not even like you, you can really attempt live to live life, without but, yeah. it, but again, it's not just happiness. Mm-mm. It's it's something deeper that, and that it's really crucial. Yeah, yeah. And it comes because the presence of God. Exactly. It just comes with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Included. Batteries included. <laughs> Joy included. <laughs> the presence of God. Joy. Yes. Thanks, Trevor. Yeah. Thank you.
heart with joy You said your house of prayer would be marked with joy Oh, you said 